Hello there. I'm David A. Specht, and I want to be your coach. If there's anything that I have learned in my 30-plus years of leadership and coaching, I have learned that mindset is everything. Join me and my guests as we explore the positives and negatives of that thing between our ears. This is Keep This In Mind. Welcome to Keep This In Mind, brought to you by SpectHealth.com, and I am, of course, David A. Spect. And on today's show, those of you who are listening, because we're not doing video today, it's a very special show. I'm one, I hope one of many to move forward. Today we have what I consider the first lady of Spect Health Coaching. This is this is my wife. This is my business partner. She's my coach. And today we're going to talk about what being ready looks like. Welcome to the show, Tina. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is not your first rodeo. We, we've done shows together before in the past, but um, I, I really want to, because the show is called Keep This In Mind, I believe that everything revolves around mindset, that the mind has to go there before the body will follow. And today I want you to kind of just, for the audience members who may not know who you are, kind of talk about how you got to the business of health coaching and, and you know, what we did together, but also the decision-making process that led you there. Well, it started five years ago, just about to the day we were, or I was going down a road, didn't look very promising. And I have family members my dad had just had a heart attack for the fourth time. And it was a wake up call for me to have, um, I need to get my health in order kind of thing, because hereditary happens. And so reached out to a friend that was doing this program that helped her and her husband significantly. And I remember coming to you and saying, hey, I need to try this one more thing. And you were not happy about that. (laughs) Because I have done everything and anything, right? And never stuck to anything. The difference was a community of people and a coach to help you along the way. Now, I started coaching right off the bat, didn't have a clue, but fell in love with it once we got going. Um, This program, I believe, has saved both of our lives Mm -hmm. more ways than one, but it has saved both of our lives. And we continue, and I continue to coach, one, to help hold me accountable. And two, I love to see people come back and say, thank you for living your life out loud and helping me get to where I need to go. You saved my life. I want to go back to a little thing that you just said. And that was you had the health scare. It wasn't directly you, but but a health scare in your family. You also said that the other things you tried didn't work, or maybe the better thing is maybe you didn't work them, you know, as you did this this new way of doing things. But my question to you is this, what switched in your head? Because obviously that was also a key. Yeah, you had the community, but there was a switch in your head that said, okay, I'm going to do this. What's that? Put a finger on what exactly it was. Well, the other programs I've done, I didn't feel the way I felt in three weeks. I didn't feel the health version of it. And all along the way, the different phases that we have done, they helped us along the way. 
what's next? What's next? And there was always a next. It wasn't, okay, I've lost my weight. What do I do? You know, then you stop because that's what happens with most programs. This program is life-changing. And once you start it and 30 days in, most likely your mindset changes because of how you feel and you don't want to go back to the old ways. So you continue on with that. So you decided, okay, what's next? Next is lose the weight, but there's a next beyond that. And then there's a next beyond that. So part of your next was becoming a coach. That was accountability, but it also opened something up for you. It created a purpose for you. Talk about how coaching has become even a bigger part of your journey than even even the health part of the journey was. Well, in coaching, I used to work with you mm-hmm. at the Men and Press Herald, right? And it allowed me freedom to not work full time. The financing part of it where I get paid to coach somebody really was an eye opener and It gave us the freedom to be able to travel and work wherever we're at and do whatever we're doing now. We can do it from anywhere as long as we have a phone or a computer. So that was an eye opener that the freedom of helping people in a very simple way, it doesn't take a lot of work, but doing what you love and getting paid for it. So as a coach, and we go back to the original statement of, you became ready because of multiple factors, the, the health, the health scare in the family, the, the following your friends that had seen success, all of these things. As a coach, when you're looking at somebody who's like, hey, Tina, I want to do what you did. What are some of the things that show that they are ready? And what are some of the things that show they're not ready? Because I would, I would go one step further and say, look, This isn't a transactional thing. This isn't you do this, you get that. This is a transformational thing where you're literally changing almost who you are in the process. So so kind of talk about what ready looks like versus not ready. Yeah. So you have to do the work, definitely. And one of the things we do is a health assessment. And if they come into the program and say, well, I can't have this and I can't do that and I don't like this and going to do this, even though I'll add this or anything like that, they're not ready. And I use you as an example a lot of the times because you weren't ready. You just did it to hold me accountable. But then you looked at me and said, whatever you put in front of me, I'll eat. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. And that is when you're ready. You didn't eat vegetables, right? And I watched for a month and a half, you gag down vegetables and a lot of times laughing until I cried, but you know, you found a love for vegetables now and people like that's impossible. It's not impossible when you get the junk out of your system, you're either fueling your body or you're feeding your body for illness. And I would, I would say too, to, to go back to, to my story, because I think a lot of people can learn from my story. I wasn't ready from the standpoint of, hey, babe, I'm all in. Let's do this thing. I was ready from the standpoint of, let's do this. Let's do it together because doing it together, we have a better chance at success. And what happened was once I flipped that switch to say, 
what I told you, whatever you put in front of me, I'll eat. It almost gave me the freedom to embrace the process. Because before, when, when you're, when you're closed minded to something, you know, it's the best thing for you, or you know, it'll help you, but you really don't want to do it. You walk into it. It's like going into the gym and going, this place smells, you know, cause every gym smells or, or you go pick up that first set of weights, you know, and you pick up the 25s and you go, gosh, these are heavier than I remember them, you know, because you're going in with a closed mindset. Then when you open it up and you realize, okay, this is a process. I'm going to suck at it at first, but I'm going to learn through it. And, and I believe we together learned a lot through it about, and talk about like some of the other areas. Okay. We get the health thing. We get the diet thing. We understand that you lost weight, by the way, guys, I lost, how much did I lose? 120. 120 you lost 60 combined, 180 over about eight months, kept it off for five years. So, so we know that that part works, but what are some of the other areas that really kind of opened up once you opened up yourself to the possibility of being living a healthy life physically, what are some of the things that you saw happen in your own life through the process? Well, we had more energy, you know, you started in on this to hold me accountable and wasn't going to stick to it, but because how you felt in three weeks and getting off medicine and different things, we had more energy. We could do a lot more things. You know, we hiked one of the biggest trails in Arizona um, and accomplished it. We would never have done that before. We, our relationship, I believe, is better. Um, we used to make everything about food, of <laughs> course, but now we make it about what can we do with the food that we love, how to make it healthy, a healthy version of it. I believe we're not so much as just miserable anymore. So our relationship has changed mm -hmm. because we we spend a lot of time together. You know, we work together, though we're not in the same room, but we spend a lot of time together. And people don't understand that, but we love it. We mm -hmm. love to spend time together. Yes. And they don't understand that either because they don't have that connection. And I think it gave us a deeper connection getting healthy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean a diet led, led to a, a deeper connection with your spouse? Who would have ever thunk it, right? Uh, and yeah, you're right. We we work a lot together and we, the listener's going to have a hard time believing this, but like we will go to places to get away and then talk about our future in our business, right? I mean, I'm, I'm in a room right now with, with a bunch of ginormous post-it notes from what we did over New Year's in a cabin in the middle of the Smoky Mountains saying, what are our dreams? What are our goals? How do we move forward? And I believe that that's part of it, that once you do get that traction and that control or or that win in one area of life, you're, you're, you're always going to want to ask what's next. So let's talk about personal growth. So this is, you know, we've been on this process for five years. And I would say, like you said, we began and didn't have a clue. I believe that we're better coaches today than we were five years ago. Definitely. What are some of the things that you have learned personally as a coach for coaching that maybe you didn't know early on? I have learned to listen more than talk. I have learned grace and I've learned to be able to guide and direct people in a way where you're not being so direct and in a kind way. Uh, 
I'm not the same person I used to be. I would never speak in front of people. I would never even have really done this. And I believe it's given me the boldness to do some things that even though I'm nervous and scared that, as Tia Wood says, kick fear in the face and do it anyways. And then it seems, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but the fear that people have, there's a lot of new Tina that a lot of people haven't seen yet Mm -hmm. because of getting my health back. So the beginning was getting your health under control. You began to see some wins in your health and that began to build confidence to tackle some things that you would have never tackled before. One of the things that we're taught as coaches, because the world needs what we have, and it doesn't matter folks, if you're you can be a financial coach, you can be a personal trainer, you can be a relationship coach. Again, it's not about the what, but about the how. And one of the things that we are all challenged to do is live our life out loud. And what that means is we chronicle what we do. We we give value out there in the world, you know, and the world is more social media than it is live media. What are some of the things that you've learned by living your life out loud? What are some of the things that, and it can be even a negative thing, like, like people being ugly to you. I don't know if they have been, but what are some of the things that living out loud has taught you since you've been doing it for several years now? It's taught me to put up boundaries. It's taught me to, not everybody's going to like you. And I'm finding that out more and more. You have a group that love you, but won't move forward because they're scared. And you have a group that probably they follow me, but they don't like me, but it's okay because I am who I am. God's first in my life and I live my life out loud with all of it. And I'm not scared of it anymore. I'm not, I don't care what people think. I have integrity. And as long as I know what is right and wrong, and I know that this program for sure saved my life. I am off insulin. I didn't mention that. I'm off insulin that I was taking four days, four times a day. That's insulin kills you eventually. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just believe that I've met new people that I would never get in a room with, never even would have dreamt that would even come talk to me. Mm -hmm. And they're just normal people. You know, and you put some people, oh, they would never talk to me, but it's in a room with people that have integrity, live above the line, and want to help you too. But in return, we help each other. So I love that you brought that up because at the beginning, we talked about community. And now you're talking about being in rooms with people as a coach or just in life in general. I believe that part of the getting ready process is looking at who you surround yourself with. So if you were to counsel somebody who's thinking about making a life transformation, and we like to talk about health, but but in any area of their life, what would be some of the advice that you would give them with regard to their circle and what to expect from their circle? Um, if you are, you become the five people you hang out with and you need to look at that. If you go into the room and you are the smartest person in the room, you need to go. You need to find a new room. That can be a season where you're helping others, definitely. But I still think 
from the time that I started this and have learned through many podcasts and different things you learn that you are the five people you hang out with. And you got to think about that. We have closed a lot of doors. We have seasons. Yes. And we've told our friends that. We don't know why. We don't just cut people off. It just happens. And I believe that God allows that to happen for the different seasons that we're in in our life. And that is thought with me every time we go into a friendship. Are they going to bring value to our lives? Are they going to dream like we dream? Are they going to want to go further? Or do we need to just keep them in the friend zone? You don't have to not be friends with them. But most of our lives are going to be about being with those people that want more. So the difference between the circle and your inner circle, that five, that, those five people that, that you're going to keep closest to you really do matter in, in, in the whole growth process when yeah. you're trying to yes. do big things. One of the things that I feel like we have learned as well is that putting yourself out there is always going to be a challenge. You know, it's, it's, you can get better at it like a muscle gets better, you know, through muscle memory, but it never gets easier. It just, you get better at doing hard. What are some of the things that you have seen successful clients do? And then what have you seen unsuccessful clients do that are like some of the, the red flags, green flags for the, for the success and red flags for the, for the unsuccessful? What, what are some of the things that I guarantee you, you've seen some, some common, traits and trends out of out of our clients. So what, what were some of the things that you've seen that you say, man, this person's going to be successful or the other one is this person's not? I've had several go into it, meet their goal. And I have one lady in particular that's on my mind that did whatever it took, did it exactly. If I told her not to add nothing, don't do nothing, she didn't do anything. You know what I mean? And she didn't waver. She didn't care if her kids were around. She didn't care if she had a function. She brought her own food and is living life out loud right now because of it. Is she a coach? No, she's not. But she bettered her life, got it under control, changed her mindset, and is now living a healthy life. Mm. Um, And that's what you do, whatever it takes. You know, I have people that have gone into it. Well, don't tell nobody. Don't share my picture because we have you do a before picture. And then when you look sensational, we say, can we put this picture together for you? Or when they're saying, this isn't working, you put the pictures together and you notice. When they say, I'm just going to do this, try this because I don't want anybody to know. That's set up for failure right there. Mm-hmm. You know, we let everybody know right off, right? And they didn't. some didn't like it because we had to make choices. You make choices whether you go. And the ones that said, well, I didn't like this and I added the bacon soda and I added the egg whites and I added this and I added that. That's not success. You're going to have probably some success, but it's going to take you longer. And what did you learn from that? That when life gets hard, you add something to it. You do something to change it a little bit. Yeah. Not push through the hard. Oh, oh, you adjust the process. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, that's so good. Because it's true. I mean, it's like it's like the guy who's doing curls. And because because the weight's too much, he only does those little baby curls, you know, where they don't come all the way up to the to the thing and he thinks he's lifting, you know, whatever. Doesn't weight. feel the burn. Right. Oh, that that is so good. Um Here's another fun question, I think it is. And that is, (laughs) you're going to laugh at me. You know I hate exercise. 
Okay, you know that I hate, I, I hate it, but I do certain things. What do you see? Let me pivot the question a little bit. There's so many different things out there that people are are selling or coaching or whatever. What do you believe, as somebody who has self admitted tried them all? What do you believe makes what we coach better, better, different, more chance for success? Because I tell people all the time, if you want to do a diet, go to Walmart, find one, find one of the 18,000 different boxes on the shelf and stick to it and you'll lose weight. But what, what is the thing that sets us, and I'm talking about Tina and Dave, apart from all the other junk that's out there? I believe you have a health coach. We stick as close to you or as far apart as you want. I know people that are having success when they struggle, they come to us. The ones that are not having success, and I, because I check in weekly, they don't check back. You know they're struggling. I have a person right now that just messaged me the other night that's ready to jump back in, and I'm like, hey, we have a great deal right now. But guess what? She bought Jenny Cray, I don't even know, something that she has a fridge fro- freezer full that her husband said she can't change back until she finishes. But it's not working for her. You know why? She doesn't have a coach. She doesn't have the community. I don't, and I don't know if she has a coach there because I know you sign up for something. I'm not saying that. I'm not degrading that. What I'm saying is we have training. So we tell, we have step by step. Here's what you do in phase one. Here's what you do in phase two. In those phases, hopefully your mindset changes to when you meet your goal. We help you transition back to regular food. You're not not eating regular food, but, you know, the fruit and the grains and stuff like that. And you still make healthy choices. You still eat five times a day or six times a day, excuse me. So you still do that when you're done. You still fuel your body. You're learning how to live a healthy life through this. And we take you all the way to the end. So, and I like you said, take us all the way to the end. Let's let's wrap up our conversation today with... If you could, if there were three things you could tell somebody who's like, look, I'm not ready to join you, but I want to do three things to help improve my health. And I want to, you know, I want to do them this month. What are three things somebody could do right now that could, that could move the needle in their health journey? One, drink half your weight in ounces a day. Water is the key to losing weight. Two, stop fasting, stop eating one or two meals a day, eat six small meals, small meals a day, find something that works for you. And, and I would say low, low glycemic, low calorie. Yes. Yes. And one li- good lean and green, mm-hmm. um, for supper kind of thing. Um, stay away from the sodas. Mm, yeah. Well, I drink diet Coke. So that should be okay. No, it doesn't work for you. Um, and I know some people are cut back. I used to be a Dr. Pepper queen, <laughs> diet Dr. Pepper, excuse me, because I'm a diabetic, so you know. But um, I got off it for a long, long time. Now I have one once every two weeks, but it's a fountain, yeah. right, because of the aspartame. People don't know that regular Cokes have aspartame. I'm allergic to aspartame. shuts my system down. Shut. I couldn't walk, hardly. So it's a thing to think about, definitely. But those are the three things. All right, well... I would be remiss if I didn't make an offer for people to follow us and, and, and do a little bit more. Listen, go to specthealth.com. We have a free health assessment on there, the very health assessment that Tina was talking about. 
and there's more information about what we do, how we do it, and how it can move the needle in your life. And thanks for being on the show. I hope it's, again, one of many times that, that we'll be doing this together. And remember, applied knowledge is power. God bless. That is going to do it for this episode of Keep This In Mind. For more, visit davidaspect.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. And remember, applied knowledge is power. God bless. Thank you.